What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Unfilter. We are live here today, and happy 420 for all you students out there, and for you guys that don't smoke, happy day before Easter. This is your host, Paul O, and today we're going to discuss a couple things that are very crucial to the world of soccer. All right, bullshit aside, bullshit aside, bullshit aside. Barcelona already won the La Liga title. It is very hard that they're going to slip. And Leo Messi is going to get the boot. Pretty obvious news. Uh, so the interesting part is going to be when they play Liverpool here in, uh, here in a little bit for the semifinals. And then Tottenham is going to be playing Ajax. Which is going to be pretty interesting because the teams are pretty even, in my opinion. In my opinion, they both have great momentum. Uh, Sergio G is not here because he went to New Orleans. He got recruited by Lil Wayne to drop an album or something like that. But to continue the conversation, uh, we also saw uh, the Manchester City be taught to him, you know. And this win does count, which is pretty fucking cool. Uh, at the same time, it was pretty... Uh, it was pretty it's pretty crazy that, that that game that Manchester City and Tottenham had a couple of days ago. It's still in my mind, man. That was like a game of FIFA when you play with your friends. It was just, it was just fucking insane. I never seen a game where like people just score back and forth, back and forth. It's just fucking. It was fucking incredible. It was fucking incredible. And this game was kind of crazy because I I wasn't. It's not like I was expecting a certain amount of goals, but uh, just one really surprised me for for the amount of chances and for the amount of uh, for the amount of momentum that both teams display on the field. I mean, it was pretty average for Tottenham, but Hyunmin Son did have a lot of chances. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think that these chances are were easier than the ones that he had against the Champions League. I don't know if it was just the fact that he was overconfident or if the keeper, fucking Ederson, was just like, nah, not this time, not today. Which he did have a great performance also. And we saw Phil Foden score a goal here, the 18-year-old, on his debut. I mean, for you guys that don't know about Phil, Phil Foden, he's been, uh, he's been hyped since he was around 15 or 16. He was super hyped. Like, um, people were always talking about how, like, obviously not in, like, the international press or everything in England. People were talking about how he was going to be a rising star here in the coming years under the right guidance. And, I mean, shit, dude. If you have Barcelona uh, co- ex-coach Pep Guardiola to guide you, which, I mean, a lot of people go, like, always like to mock him, right? Like, hey, uh, how come he doesn't win a Champions League again? Um... Well, dude, winning the Champions League is not fucking just going to the gym or, <laughs> or just fucking going to work. I mean, it's a, it's an international tournament where, like, body, mind, and soul come into play, which is exactly what happened um, for Manchester City when they lost against Tottenham. That game was exactly what soccer was all about. Mind, body, and soul. Anyways, Phil Foden, 18 years old age. Um... 18 of 2000, uh, sorry, May 28th of 2000, uh, he's worth 24 million, and he's had a couple games, I mean, um, he played on the FA Cup, where he scored, 
twice, as a matter of fact. This was uh, on February. But then it's been kind of big games for Manchester City. And you need to remember that this team has two squads. So the fact that he got to play is pretty incredible. Remember that name, guys. Phil Foden. Phil fucking Foden from England. This dude is going to be the future. Not like all the future, but he's going to be up there, man. I'm telling you. This guy, is he's nice, bro. He's nice as fuck. He's only 18, dude. He's right under Pep Guardiola. And he's at the best time of... English football, the best time of English football in the last 20 years. Dude, come on. Come on, man. Come on. Alright. Besides that, I would say... Well, Manchester City are going to win the title. I don't see them slipping. They do have harder matches. They definitely do have harder matches. And Liverpool are just playing a bunch of fucking... <laughs> playing a bunch of fucking... Nobody's dude. Like Manchester, Manchester City has to play Manchester United in three days, which is gonna be a tough one because they're playing in Old Trafford, and Manchester United are pretty mad about their current situation. I mean, dude, they're going to the fucking Europa League. <laughs> they're going to the fucking Europa League, like, unless like some sort of miracle comes, where like both Arsenal and Chelsea choke. I think Manchester United is going to go to the Europa League. It's pretty fucking disgraceful considering that they're really not a bad team. And the new coach, uh, the new coach is amazing, man. He's awesome. Soul Jaka, that guy is a beast. And he speaks like he's British, even though he's totally not. Um, so Manchester City, Liverpool, Tottenham, Arsenal, Chelsea, Manchester United. In respective places. Liverpool has to play like. Who do they have to play? They have to play like Cardiff City. They have to play Cardiff City. And then. I mean shit dude. That's already a win. So this is going to be pretty interesting guys. You, you better hold on to your ties. But I don't. I just don't see Manchester City choking. Because they're already choking the Champions League. So that's pretty bad. But I want you to pay attention at the table. Because these sort of point differences are not very common in the Premier League. It has been occurring more over the last couple of years. Uh, but it's not <laughs> this is not the this is not the League One. You know, this is not Serie A. The Premier League is, is definitely the second best league in the world right now. Uh, and he's getting very close to La Liga for that number one tie spot. Uh, I personally believe that Serie A follows them both. Uh, which we will talk in a little bit. Because someone was happy today. But. Yep. Manchester United. Probably going to be in the Europa League. And. Well. Since we're talking about La Serie A. Right now, Cristiano Ronaldo has become the only person to have won the title in Spain, La Liga, in England, the Premier League, and in Serie A, in Italy. 
the only person, man, which shows uh, shows a lot. I'm just gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that he's better than Messi or get into all these like arguments that everybody fucking talks about. That honestly, nobody fucking cares because there's definitely there's definitely like lots of reasons for why they are. But they're they're let's just let's just say this. Let's just put it at this. Like if you if we're gonna argue between Messi and Ronaldo, they're the only players in history to have won the. Ballon d'Or five times. That's insane, dude. That's half a decade. Dude, you're the best for half a decade. That is fucking insane, dude. That's unheard of. This guy has broken records and done shit that, like, nobody even thought was possible. It's fucking insane, dude. Like, I mean, they both have more than, like, what, 600 goals? They have more than... They both have more than 600 goals. And... If you were to score 30 goals... For 20 years, a 600 goals, dude. So that means that, dude, 30 goals, scoring 30 goals is just pretty fucking good, dude. That's a lot, bro. That's a lot. Goats. Goats everywhere. Goats everywhere. But with that being said, uh, you know, all those rumors of him leaving, going back to Madrid were pretty much dismissed whenever they asked him if he was going to stay. He said that he was not 100% sure. He was 1,000% sure. And that shows a lot of confidence for you to say that, obviously. <laughs> needless to say. Um, but, I mean, Juventus has a, has a solid team, man. They, ha- they have a really solid team. If you notice, um, Ronaldo does take a little bit more because Juventus hasn't been performing as well. I would say it's uh, an effect of that is because Ronaldo, you know, it's more of a forward now, which I, I believe that he should start transitioning into a central forward rather than winger because he is gonna age. He is in a great, excellent shape. As a matter of fact, he's in better shape than me, and I'm fucking 25. But um, you know, it's just it's, Juventus is it's not a bad team, dude. Really not a bad team. Um, they have a lot of, of great players, and the coach is pretty amazing. So I wouldn't be surprised if they keep winning the Serie A for like at least the next four years until either Milan or Inter come up. Maybe Lazio. Lazio is pretty. It's been, it's been coming up pretty great, kind of like a, one of those secret stocks from 2000. Coming up to life in 2018. I mean, it's just, it's just, they've been doing pretty good. But then we saw that Newcastle United, like I mentioned before, man, Newcastle United is that team that really flips the table around like the second round, you know, like the second half of the season. That's really when Newcastle United comes to life because it's not, you need to remember this is really not about where you start, it's how you end. It's how you end. That's a that's that that's a great lesson that Manchester City taught us when they won the their first Premier League back in 2012 with Aguero goal, or or I could give more examples, but you get the point. What I'm trying to say right now, Newcastle are in 12 points, right? A couple months ago, Newcastle were stuck between 19, 18th, and 20th place. They will they, they were right there and they. Once in the blue moon, they will go to 17th place, you know? 
now the tables have turned because back then also Cardiff and Huddersfield they're doing a little better uh, we're doing a little better but now they're definitely not and it looks like it is gonna be Cardiff, Fulham and Huddersfield wants to uh, well Cardiff and Fulham to be relegated Huddersfield has been relegated for a while um, but yeah 12th place, Miguel Almiron from Atlanta United uh, got injured today and left the left the stadium in tears or left the pitch in tears. So it looks like it's a pretty it's a pretty serious injury. And I will dare say that Miguel Almiron has been dare I say it a crucial part of Newcastle's um, comeback in the second half of the season. I mean, you don't pay 24 million pounds just. Just you know, just to show off, dude. especially from from the MLS. The MLS saying shit. The MLS saying shit yet. We have to. We have a, a long, long, long way to compete with Europe. Europe. You know what I mean. But twenty-four million. That guy is helping out a lot. But the MLS is gonna come up. Trust me. Like I wanna say this right now. Um, he's talking about the MLS. Right now, they are proposing to have 30 teams in expansion for the next uh, upcoming upcoming seasons. So they want 30 teams in the MLS, right? Now, you need to remember that the United States is a big place, okay? You need to remember that the United States is a big place, that it has big cities, and because it has big cities, um, you can have more than one team in those cities. Like Los Angeles, with LAFC, LA Galaxy, and the U.S. has a lot of money. And I keep telling people this. I keep telling people that we, we are gonna be the next Champions League, and we have a long way to go. We really do. But it's really not. It's not gonna take as long as you think. I would say, give it about 15 years. 15, 15 to 20 years. Before the MLS is almost as competitive as like Holland, Belgium, those little leagues. Um, and it's definitely going to be le- better than the Liga MX. As a matter of fact, I believe that the, the, the MLS is going to be the next Champions League. Because a lot of people from Latin America and, the, and, and, and also like Mexico. And the people that are not able to make it in Europe are going to come here to try to make it. And out of there, out of that com- competition to make the American dream happen through the ball, then we're going to see a lot, a lot of great players come out of here. And it's going to be good for us because we're going to be able to have great players so that we can have a great national team, kind of like we are now. But this time, instead of, be, instead of sending them to Europe, they'll be going here and home. And I'm telling you, right now, you're probably like, oh, man, this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, man. He's crazy. We're not going to be the next champion league. Dude, 30 teams. Again, remember how big the U.S. is. Remember how fucking big the U.S. is, dude. How big and how influential in the world it is, dude. Dude, some of our cities are more influential than some countries in the world, dude. All right? Put that through your head. And on top of that, we make the most money in the world. The U.S. makes more money than all of Europe combined. All of Europe combined. 
You really, you really think that with all the awesome infrastructure, the other professional uh, leagues of sports that are here, with all the celebrities, with all the investors, with everything that's around us, we're not gonna be able to make the MLS the greatest, the greatest league in the Americas at least? No fucking way, dude. There is no way. You just wait. You're gonna remember the day that you said, God damn it, Bobby. Thank God I listened to Unfilter. Thank God that they fucking told me this. So that now I can tell you that I knew this first. Stupid piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then when that happens, I'll probably be famous by then. But I keep telling people. I keep telling people. Like they, they keep thinking that like it's a coincidence that fucking Wayne Rune is here. That Zlatan's here. That Carlos Bella is here. What did? What? The Schoensteiger is here? What? The Tato Martino was a coach? Tato Martino was the ex-coach of Barcelona. Come on! Come on, man! Come on! We're gonna be the greatest. You need to, you need to remember, you need to believe. You need to remember the money's a very, very influential part in the game. As a matter of fact, money runs the game now instead of the other way around. And we already have that in the bag. We have young players coming up on the bag. We have teams in the bag. We have stadiums in the bag. We have cities in the bag. We have influence in... What? Dude, we're gonna kill it. The MLS is gonna be the greatest, greatest league in the world. It's gonna be the Champions League. Mark my words. And after that, after that, you're gonna... Soccer is gonna be so competitive that they're gonna have to do a little World Cup between clubs every year to determine who's gonna be the best kind of like the kind of like the Super Bowl but you know internationally because everybody plays soccer so instead of having each continent they'll probably have they'll probably determine something by like by like difficulty and by competition but that is the future of soccer my friends that is the future of soccer now just to recap, recapitulate, uh, Milan choked today, 1-1 against Parma. Um, Olympic de Marseille beat Guignam, 3-1. And, well, this league's been done for a while, so... Ajax won, even though they had a red card, 1-0 against Groningen. Porto won um, against Santa Clara, which have the same shield as Benfica, ironically. If you don't trust me, look him up. It's called Santa Clara from the Primera Primera Liga de Portugal. And then basically, to keep talking about the MLS, we saw Chicago Fire kind of like come up. You know, they woke up today. But Colorado Rapids kind of sucks, so like you know, it's not let's <laughs> not kid ourselves a little too much, dude. But Chicago Fire did win, and they, and they they won four one, so they smashed them, which was pretty surprising. Um, right now, as we're speaking, San Jose Airquakes is actually beating Sporting Kansas City two to zero. <laughs> 
believe it or not, San Jose Earthquakes is beating Sporting Kansas City 2-0 from a brace from Danny Hosen within 12 minutes. That is fucking incredible, dude. I'm telling you, man, the MLS is going to be the best. The MLS is going to be the best. Like, I just hope they don't jack us up, dude, on prices like fucking they do in Europe. They probably will, though, because just like I mentioned, like, money runs the game now. But to get on a better note, um, do you remember that that one cousin that nobody cared about? Well, if that had to be somebody, this match, like, well, that would be New England Revolution versus New York Red Bulls, dude. Uh, which New England Revolution won, which really fucking proves that uh, next to Atlanta United losing against FTC Dallas today again. Uh, there seems to be some some sort of uh, some sort of ritual, right? That that when you do really good, when you win the, the MLS Cup or, or when you win the Community Shield Cup, like you just fuck up the next season. Um, and then the next season you do really good, you might win it again. It's kind of like a script that, uh, that these motherfuckers have. It's, it's pretty it's pretty crazy how often it has happened through, during the years. And if you don't believe me, go ahead and look it up through Wikipedia, dude. Go to 2018 season, 2017, 2000, and so on. I want to say until like... 4? 2004? No, 2014? 2012? 2014? 2013? Maybe 2012? That this has been going on? It's pretty crazy, man. It's pretty insane. And, uh... And I don't know if they do it just because, like, they won. And then the next season, they're like, dude, whatever. Like, you know, we're, we're the champions. Fuck it. And since there's no promotion and relegation, you know, fuck it. But that's all going to change, dude. But 50 teams is definitely, like... There's going to be something, dude. There's going to be there's gonna be fucking something. But Portland Timbers finally fucking came... Dude, Portland Timbers finally woke up. And they beat Columbus Crew, man. They slapped the fuck out of Johnny Sargis and his boys, man. Fucking Jesse Sargis got slapped in his house. And now Portland has four points on the table on the 23rd place. Portland. Holy fuck, man. Well. At least they have Blanco and Valieri still. But 3-1 victory for Portland over Columbus Crew. And then Atlanta United choked against FC Dallas. They got slapped, dude. <laughs> they got slapped. That wasn't even like... Like, like it, it kind of was close, but not really. Like, Atlanta just had like... I want to say that it just moved the ball better. But, I mean, that, that doesn't mean that they play better. They just move the ball better. But I will say that now we're able to see that... I will say the key player for Atlanta United... And, like I said, these teams have seem to have some sort of weird tradition of fucking up. So, they might not have a great season. But, I want to say the, the, the best player is not going to be Martinez. It's going to be Barco. It's going to be Ezequiel Barco because he had a whole year to sit on the bench and get accustomed to the game and watch and strategize and see and fucking analyze how to fucking play here because it's a different pace. It's a different rhythm. It's a different dance from like La Liga Argentina, from the Argentinian League, from Brazil. It's different, you know, like this jazz. 
This jazz is not the usual. It's not the usual trap that we play in the background, right? It's the same shit. So the biggest problem is that Atlanta United, they saw Almiron. They saw Almiron, and Almiron was the brains. He was the one that moved the ball around. And now they don't have. Any, they don't really have anyone. Because it's a killed Barco is more he's more of a he's more of a winger, I would say. But now they're adapting him for him to be a center attacking midfielder and then kind of transition versus versus a versus a right midfield, left midfield there. But um I mean this, this guy's gonna be the one that, that really pulls the strings for this team to the uh this season. Whatever whatever season it happens to be for them. Um Because it's not looking good. Luis Martinez scored a penalty. Uh, but I see that was already, already winning 2-0. I mean, it's, it was a pointless goal, basically. Uh, and FC Dallas is really good. Give them credit. They are a great team. If you look at the record from away, they're one of the few teams that really stand as their ground when they play uh, uh, away, away from home. Like, they really stand their ground. They're, they're a great team, man. FC Dallas is a great team, man. Once again, we we put into perspective that the U.S. is a bit it's a big fucking place. There's a lot of fucking people in Dallas, bro. So you can come up with a team, you know, organ organ organize it well, you know, get good players, bring good players from fucking other countries, make the team shake good. Cause Dallas is not a bad team. Dude. They always go to the playoffs. They always finish pretty strong. Um. But yeah, I mean, I would say that the problem with the um, like, like talk, getting back to Atlanta United, um, they saw Miron. Now Barco has to take over. He was supposed to be like Gonzalo Martinez, and Gonzalo Martinez is not like Gonzalo Martinez anymore because Gonzalo Martinez can dance this jazz. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not his dance, so he has to get accustomed to the, to the pace, to the positions, understanding that his his players. He's basically he's basically a noob, dude. He's basically a guy that just got an entry level position, and he's getting trained. You can't expect him to do everything, even if he's really good. You still gotta train him, right? Same shit, same shit. There's really no fucking difference. I would say a great fucking purchase that they make though was Darlington Nagbe. Like I know they're losing. There's one of the few guys that, like, bring something to the table, man. Uh, at least for Atlanta United. Uh, tough season for the boys. Tough season for the boys. Oh, and then they have, uh, they have Pogba's brother, but he's trash. <laughs> um, Orlando City beat the, the, the Whitecaps 1-0. Another, another victory for Orlando City, who's now in 10th place. I think that is one of the highest places. They have been in the last couple of seasons, you know, uh, since Kaká left at least. Like, they, they, they're not bad, dude. They're not bad. They have Nani. Nani is really, he's really, he's really doing the number. And they have João Moutinho too. Um, I mean, what, what else can you say? I'm telling you, dude, the MLS is going to come up. God damn it, boy. Boy, if you don't get... All right. So Orlando City, like I said, I mean Orlando City is gonna have a great season. Orlando City is gonna is gonna have a great season. Watch, they're gonna probably finish seven, eighth place. Uh, they're gonna make it to the playoffs. Yeah, 
Yeah, you heard it first here in Unfiltered. Orlando City is going to make it to the playoffs, believe it or not. And I can tell you right now, the Portland is definitely not going to make it to the playoffs. And Colorado is definitely not going to make it to the playoffs. Guarantees. Unfiltered guarantees. Philadelphia Union getting red cards as usual, uh, but still beat the crap out of uh, Impact Montreal. Uh, but I mean, you know, it's Impact Montreal. <laughs> Sacre bleu. Uh, Corey Burke scored. Jamiro Monteiro and Alejandro Bedoya, who is, is a better round than Alejandro Bedoya. If, if you don't know about this guy, dude, let me tell you a little bit about this guy. I was seeing this guy play. When I was like 15, man, so like 10 years ago. This guy is good, dude. This guy is good. I mean, he went through a little bit of a rough patch and he came back. But I mean, for for, for an American player, he's, he's, he's pretty solid, man. He's played for a national team a couple, a couple times. And, uh, and he even scored today. Pretty solid player, you know. I'm not gonna say that he's like a star or anything, but he's one of those players that, like, if you have him on a good day, um, it can really influence your team. You know, you go from struggling to win a game to just win it pretty easily, which is always pretty cool to have if you're like the fucking coach, right? Um, and then Bayern Munich is gonna win the Bundesliga. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna switch it up like that. Just joking, but um, yep, Philadelphia Union one three zero still got a red card. Kai Wagner at the last minute. How the fuck do you get a red card at the last minute like that? I mean, you know, not 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 literally like a question, but more of a, you know what I mean? Like, it's just pointless, dude. Just calm down. Just the game's over. You're winning 3-0. You're winning 3-0. Who cares, man? Who cares? Like, don't fall for that shit. Stupid, dude. Stupid, honestly. But right now, due to this results, Philadelphia's in the top eight. And Impact Montreal, surprisingly, still on the good side of the table with 11, uh, on the 11 position. Um... 11 points, 11 13. Pretty competitive season so far. And that is it for the MLS. Now, as I was saying, Bayern Munich, um, you're gonna win the Bundesliga. I mean, the Bundesliga is kind of like, the, it's been, uh, I wanna say, in perspective of table and statistic wise, it's been pretty similar to the Premier League this time. It's been pretty similar to the Premier League. And it's awesome to see that. But at the same time, it's still just dormant in Bayern. And it's probably going to be like that for a couple years. Four or five. As a matter of fact, I don't really see Bayern losing the, losing the grip of, uh, of the... I don't see them not being the German champions. I just don't see them not being the German champions for like forever. They're probably going to be like Juventus. I mean like... 10 times, 12 times. Ah, man. But with that uh, with that being said, if you have made it this far, I really, really appreciate you sticking with me 
through the end. It has been an awesome day for soccer. Thank you very much for joining us today. Don't forget to follow us on Unfilter underscore soccer. And like us on Unfilter on Facebook. This is your host, Paul O. And thank you very much. And have a great night.